It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you for another week, having a look at what's happening in New Zealand racing and previewing the action coming up this weekend. As always, Butch Castle's on the program. Morning to you, Butch. How's things? Good, thanks, Jordan. Yeah, looking forward to uh, this weekend. Uh, good days racing at Matamata and Otaki with the Group 1. Tell some uh, stories there with a nice three-year-old wild night going up against some outstanding mares in Levante and La Creek, among others. Absolutely. We've got two big guests on the program today, Mark Walker from Tiakau Racing and uh, Craig Grills ahead of uh, his book of rides this weekend as well. Which meeting you looking, are you looking forward to the most? Uh, Butch, not playing favourites. but I'm going to head across to Matamata, so looking forward to that one. A uh, little interest in Tokyo Tycoon uh, having his next start after that uh, amazing win in the Karaka Million. So I uh, can't wait to see him go again. Excellent stuff. Well, let's get uh, underway with our first guest of the show, trainer Mark Walker from Tiaka Racing, who have a, a major role to play in both meetings across the weekend. Mark is with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning to you, Mark. How are you? Morning. Good, thanks. G'day, Mark. Butch here, right? Let's go through it. You've got uh, about 800000 to throw a saddle on uh, over the weekend, <laughs> both venues. Uh, firstly, bit of rain and matter matter and uh, more to come by the looks. Yeah, it's um, we got 23 mils last night and we've had sort of steady rain most of the morning. So, yeah, she's going to be wet enough, that's for sure. Righto, well, we need to take that into account as we're talking about them. Race one, you've got Invincible and Alanda. Yep, uh, Alanda will get through the track really well. Invincible, bit of a question mark if it came up too wet, but it is race one. Mm. Race two, uh, you've got some promising horses here, three three-year-olds uh, with plenty of ability. Uh, at the top, number one, Freeze Frame. Gee, he's been well supported. He's $3.50 into $2.80, and that's none of mine yet. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he got a bit of an awkward draw, but you never know that that might be the place to be uh, tomorrow. So he'll run well, and he gets through the ground very well. El Manette, uh, she was good in winning two starts ago and was a good second last time. Yeah, she gets through wet ground, so not a concern there. And Pukatero might be a concern with her. We saw her very, very good uh, on debut at Taupo on top of the ground, and then she just didn't handle it uh, last time at Tarapa. She'd be doubtful with the rain? Yeah, very doubtful. She'll actually go to our pony uh, to the Lowland meeting on Wednesday. Right, race three, uh, you've got five of them in here. Hero Worship, Skew, with Insatiable, Madame Moe, and off to the nunnery. Uh, look, some promising horses amongst them. Again, the rain, the trick. Uh, I thought uh, just on the outside looking in, skew with and maybe insatiable uh, would be uh, good chances. Yeah, insatiable, it'd need to stop raining straight away now for him to probably run. And off to the nunnery, won't run on a wet track. Uh, but skew with, yeah, she'll get through the ground all right. And Hero Worship's got a good record on his home track, and so's Madame Moe. 
Mm, yeah, they do, right? One of the features, the Fairview Matamata Slipper. You've got uh, two highly promising, uh, two, or two highly credentialed two-year-olds, Million winner, Tokyo Tycoon, and the horse that ran third in that race, Trobriand. Uh, how will they go uh, with the rain about? Uh, Tokyo Tycoon uh, won on a heavy trial track at Matamata, and it, it was heavy that day, so he, he'll be fine. Uh, the other bloke, he's trialled on wet ground and seems to get through it all right, so no concerns with either of them. Have they both come through, or they wouldn't be there if they hadn't, but I assume they've come through really well since that crack a million? Yeah, very happy with them, Butch. They just had a quiet jump out last Friday, so they're pretty well up to the, up to the mark. Mm, righto, race number five, Zaitaku and uh, Valha, both uh, pretty promising sorts and uh, again uh, got wide draws, so that might be the trick later in the day. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say it won't matter being drawn out a bit later in the day, so Zaitaku's in great form and he had a bit of a wind issue and we were corrected that and he's 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 really bounced back well and Valha, he's got a good record at his own track, he would be some sort of chance. The Lisa Chittick Plate, a race that's pretty special to uh, a lot of us. Uh, a really good field assembled, a good field of mares. Zaluminous is your chance. And uh, uh, look, Opie will ride wide gate by that time of the day, probably ideal. And she was really good resuming, I thought. Yeah, really good. But I don't think she'll won't run if the track is wet, she'll probably run at your meeting, Butch, uh, in the Open 1500. Mm. Race number seven, now uh, this is the race that all the Matter Matter trainers want to win, you get your colours or the colours of the victor on that uh, statue that everyone has to see every morning at the track, so I imagine that's pretty good motivation to have the winner, eh? Yeah, a bit of banter around that normally. Mm. You've got three uh, in, Sky on Fire, Rubicon Crossing and Zorian, who was super impressive on debut. Yeah, she was, and she's probably the one coming in with relatively fresh legs. Some of the others have had a little bit already this season, so she would be the number one seed. And uh, Rubicon Crossing won on a really heavy track in her debut at Wanganui without a trial, so she gets through it. And Sky on Fire uh, just got beat at Otaki actually on a on a heavy track, so they all get through it all right. Mm, okay, race race number eight, uh, Belle on Rouge, Belle of the Ball, and La Flora Belle. Goodness me, there's bells everywhere, Belle, Belle, Belle. <laughs> um, <laughs> which uh, way did we go here with that rain that's been about? Yeah, Ballon Rouge had come out on a wet track. She'd run at your meeting next week in the Open 15, maybe into the Bone Crusher or a Cuddle, so highly doubtful. And La Flora Bell gets through wet ground really well, so she'd be a chance. And Bell of the Ball, she failed at New Plymouth on a pretty tricky track that day, so I'd say she could she could bounce back. And she does get through slow ground anyway. Yeah, look, it was a really up-and-in track that day at uh, Taranaki, and her form had just been so good prior. It was just maybe one of those forgive runs, eh? I think so, Butch. Like, it was just too bad to be true, and we've had a couple that ran that day and disappointed and come out and won since. So um, hopefully just just was not her day. Yeah, righto. The last, the Gavel House 2000, Dynastic, Amalfi, Prince and Lightning Field. Dynastic still on a derby path, and this race has been used to good effect before, so no problem with them missing last week? Nah, no problem at all. So 
Uh, and the barrier draw would probably be the place to be by that time of the day, Butch. So, no, he's in good form. And a Malfi Prince will probably come out and run at your meeting the following week. And Lightning Field, uh, we just thought his two runs at a mile were really good. And the boys who rode him thought he could get 2,000. So I thought, why not at his home track? If he gets it there, he walks across the road and back home in his box within five minutes. So have a crack. Yeah, exactly, and and you've done that uh, with plenty of runners. Righto, what's the best of them at Matamata before we uh, quickly touch on Otaki? Oh, Tokyo Tycoon. Okay, oh, that's good. I like you saying that. <laughs> Music <laughs> to my ears. Righto, Otaki, big day down there. Brando was much better last time. He's in race two, 1,200 metres, and uh, Tamaya Tyro will take a couple of kilos off. Yeah, we wasn't in the original noms and I thought it was going to be wetter there. Now it looks as though it's going to be dry. So anyway, he's in the mix for sure. Race three, accidental tourist. Uh, look, he was good resuming. Uh, Michael McNabb, who is just flying at the moment, gets the ride and pretty even sort of a race. He'd be a big chance. Yeah, well, same thing. We sent him down there for the wet track on Wednesday morning when we were Going through the double nominations, it looked wet at Otaki and dry at Matamata, and lo and behold, it's the other way around. So, yeah, who knows? You might have to get a new Jim Hickey on the job. Your, your weatherman's not doing, <laughs> doing the form as well no. as he could. <laughs> no, that's right, yeah. It's bizarre, though, isn't it, just to touch on that. You know, you, this time of year, you don't really need normally to have uh, such a, an acute eye on the weather, but it's just been extraordinary, hasn't it? Oh, and the weather forecast is a... Eh? It's a wonder they're not redundant because they're not getting it right much, I tell you. That's no, been the best job in the world. You just get it wrong one day and move on to the next. Anyway, race four, Wairau Cove. Look, was really good uh, two starts ago. Okay, last time. He's pretty talented, this bloke, isn't he? Yeah, he just had a bit of a layoff through the whole spring with a bit of a problem with the hind leg, but I think he'll be coming to his near enough to his peak fitness now, so he, he should be a genuine chance. Race six, Melbourne Bay was better last time in running fourth. Yeah, just same thing. Sent him down there for the wet track, and now it's dry. So uh, he, he's there. He'll run um, better on a wet track, though. I think. Race seven, three uh, chances in the Group One. The uh, El Chipo Cars Wait for Age Group One Classic. Preta Fair, perfect scenario. Have come back up from the South Island and Wild Night. The three-year-old uh, goes down from the north, and he uh, drops back and trip to the mile. How did we line them all up? Yeah, Preta Fair off run. It might have been the travel and the heat that got him that day at Wingatui. Uh, perfect scenario, brilliant ride that won the race that day. So. Just whether he measures up to these, who knows, but he's out of the handicaps now, so he's got to go wait for age. And the three-year-old, I don't think he quite saw out the 2,000 at Tirapa. He got the best run in the race, and he was a bit out on out on his legs the last 100, so he comes back to a mile, blinkers on. He'd be the number one seed, I think, from the stable. Yeah, it's a good field with those mares as well, but um, those three-year-olds, they still get that weight relief, don't they? So you'd think he'd be very competitive on that. And the last, the mighty Spa, he's run fourth uh, last time. Jason Laking uh, to do the riding. Yeah, he's getting ready for the hurdles later on, so he, he's not, not out of this, but uh, be better in a maiden hurdle later on, I would think. Right, okay, Mark. Uh, Otaki, what's the best of them down there? 
I think Wairau Cove, Butch. Yeah, I think he's pretty talented when he's right, isn't he? Look, appreciate your time. A busy weekend. Uh, horses going left, right and uh, centre and um, a big numbers on the home track at, uh, at uh, Matamata. Uh, we'll see you there. Thanks, Butch. Mark Walker with us here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. A big weekend ahead for him and his team indeed across Matamata and Otaki. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, it'll be Craig Grills to join us next. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you. Jordan Canellis here, Butch Castles as always. Our next guest on the program has a big book of rides coming up this weekend at Otaki. It's jockey Craig Grills who's with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Morning, Craig. How are you? Yeah, good morning. Yeah, very well, thank you. Very well. Grillsy Butch here. Thanks for uh, joining us. Let's get into uh, these rides at Otaki. Good look, book of rides on paper. In the first, Tavian for Alan Sherrick. And uh, this one was a nice fifth last time. You pick up the ride here. Yeah, it was probably probably a little bit stiff, actually. Sort of got held up um, a couple of times during the race and, and made good ground really late. So um, I was actually at New Plymouth, and, and Alan said to me, he goes, oh, have a look at this run here. You might want to ride it next time. So... Um, I was pretty happy to secure the ride on it. She's knocking on the door, Tabby Ann. Mm, 1,600 metres ideal as well. Race two, a uh, good little field, but you ride one that you've got a good association with, winning both days at the Rickerton Carnival on Little Hooves Got Moves. Yeah, like you say, she's doing the uh, New Zealand Cup week. She won, won both Saturdays down there, and she's sort of still been knocking on the door since then too, so um, she gets in on the minimum weight, and... Um, I think, you know, if there's talk there's going to be a little bit of rain around and the track's going to be a little bit rain-affected, I don't think it's going to worry her too much either. But she, she's a handy little mare on her day. Mm. Race three, Grillsy, express yourself as one that you've uh, struck up a good association with for Nikki Hurdle. Uh, you've been uh, riding her of late. Uh, she's trialled since last racing, so uh, you'd be pleased to be back on her. Yeah, and got the blinkers on too, which is um, which is a plus. I've, I've got, a, got a bit of time for this mare. She's... Um, good solid mare and um, you know gives you a good feel and um, she's been racing really consistently so you know I think she's she's riding this again um, like I say I do have a bit of time for her and she's won there at Otaki uh, drawn off a little bit but there looks to be a bit of speed in the race she can sort of get back a little bit and get home yeah well we've sort of been trying like normally she's been sort of up near the speed too and, and talking to Nikki um um, during the week, I think the plan is to actually we're going to try and ride her back a little bit, and and you know she should have a good turn of foot in the, in the finish. So, um, but like you said, there's, there's a good bit of speed in it, which is um, which is going to suit her too. Race number four, Grilsy, one that uh, has been pretty impressive, and and you've won the last two on her. Uh, she goes by the name of Bellucci for uh, Peter Didham, and this daughter of Perincanto was really good and getting home strongly last time. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, she's she's gone from a maid into a 65 up to a 75 um, uh, rating race. She's gone through the grades quite quickly, but um, from a maiden win to, like you say, last time, was it was a pretty impressive win. She was well back off the speed and showed a massive turn of foot. So, I mean, well, she's stepping up through the grades quickly, but I don't think she's not without, um, you know, without repeating the dose again. Um, she, yeah, like, she was sort of against the pattern that day at Hastings that last start where she won, and yeah, it was, it was a pretty big win. So I know um, Dids was real happy with the way she's come through. And um, I, I don't think a bit of moisture around is going to worry her either, um, just quietly. 
What about the 12 to the 14? She's been devastating late in those 1,200-metre races and gives every impression that 14... Yeah, well, I think, yeah, just pretty much you just summed up there, Butch. I think the 1,400 is going to um, be more, more of, um, you know, it's going to be more to her aid, if anything. So, um, yeah, she's got a really good turn of foot late. Yeah, righto. Um, race number five, Grilsey, non de plume. Uh, gee, this one's short, two dollars with the uh, bookies, and I suppose why wouldn't it be given it's uh, been uh, racing or raced in some really good company in the Brisbane Winter Carnival last year. Lobs into a race, uh, lovely set conditions, fifty six and a half kilos, and not the strongest race that this has ever been. Should be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, she should be. Um, I think she's probably on, on, you know, one of my better odds of the day. Um, yeah, like you say, she she went over to Brisbane for the and she raced in the Oaks and, and she won over there as well. Um, yeah, she's coming up really good this time too. I know she's sort of she's stepping from um, fourteen straight up over ground, but Robbie said he's really happy with her and um, you know, like it's like you say, it's not the strongest race, but she's she's definitely up to it. She's a, she's a pretty classy medalist, I think. Um, she's I think you you might see she's going to. I think she's got some good black type um, success in her eventually. Mm. 14 to 21 can be tricky, but she's a natural stayer, isn't she? She is, yeah. Yep, she is. Um, and like you say, it's, it's only a small field too, so she's there's not too much to worry about there. But um, like Robbie was sort of humming and harring about whether they're going to a mile first, and he said, he, he's, he said he's got a rock hard fit, so he's, he's happy. So it makes me happy. Yep. <laughs> Race number six, Tommy is your mount here. You haven't ridden this one race day, but going through its form, you've ridden it at the trials, and gee, it hasn't done anything wrong in its two race day starts. No, he hasn't. Um, he hasn't. Yeah, like you say, it's first time for me on him at the races, but um, I rode him uh, Tuesday morning, uh, Gallop here in Matamata, and he and he worked super too. So um, you know, Phil's got him cherry ripe, and he wouldn't be taking him all the way down to Otaki if he didn't think he had him ready when there's a there was a meeting here on the doorstep on the same day. So now he's. He's, he's going good, Tommy. He's um, quite a progressive sort of type too. And the reason for the trip, La Creek in the feature, the uh, El Cheapo Cars Wait for Age Classic. Uh, look, she was a pass mark resuming. I think both you and Katrina gave her just a pass, but she's much, much better than that, and you'd think she'd improve quickly up to the mile here. Yeah, she was, yeah, like you say, it was, it was a pass mark. I think we were both scratching our heads a little bit. She didn't finish a bit closer, but, um, you know, she's come through that run really well, and, Again, I galloped her on Tuesday morning. I couldn't fault her on any of her work. She's she's come through. She's up to the mile now, which is going to be more to her liking. Like um, I think Katrina was almost in the sort of mindset. He might, she might have had her a little bit down, almost to the fourteen hundred. So she's almost had a little bit of a fresh up. Hadn't galloped her too much since Tarapa, and um, yeah, she's come to it really good. So um, you know, it's probably it, it's it's not as strong a field as what it was last time ever. Um, the best sprint was a pretty hot field, so. I mean, you've got the likes of um, Levante, but no, she's, um, I, I can't fault her going into it. She, she is a classy mare. I suppose when you think about it, she was going to be ready for a mile in the Thorndon and was late scratched with the rain. So it, it makes sense that she maybe was a little dour for 1,400. Yeah, well, I think that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty much dead right. Um, as you say, she was prepped to go fresh up in, to a mile and that sort of, with, as you say, with the rain, she was late scratched on the day. So um, they sort of had to rethink things there. But um, yeah, she's, She's, she's going really well well at the moment, that's for sure. And just quickly, the last Grilsey before we run out of time, Sir Beats, he was good in winning last time and uh, he'll get his chance at 2,200 metres. Yeah, his form is pretty solid um, leading up to that win as well, a couple of thirds before that. So, um, as you say, the 2,200 is going to be ideal for him, but he's, he's a horse in form at the moment too.
Yeah, for sure. Righto, thanks, uh, Grosley. Thanks for your time. Safe travel, safe riding, and uh, we'll look forward to catching up soon. Okay, thanks very much, Butch. Cheers. Craig Reels with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis. Catch us again next week. We'll see you again soon.